Dear world, this is our love letter to you. Welcome to our podcast, Sincerely Gen Z. Hey guys, and welcome back to our next episode of our podcast. It's your favorite host, Fizzo, Zach, Tanya, and Michaela. We're missing Izzy today, but we're still hoping to talk about the holiday season, our plans, current events, and the end of 2020. I wanted to start off this episode with a shout out to one of our dedicated listeners. You may know her as Miss Kowalski. Every day, I get emails from her asking when the next episode is going to be released and whether or not she can guest star. Unfortunately, she will never be featured on our show as these spots are very exclusive, but we hope you enjoy this episode. In other words, it is finally winter, and with the semester coming to a close, I want to know, what are all of you guys planning on doing for the holidays? Um... I, my family has not really like formulated a plan yet because obviously COVID is still here. No one wanted it to be, but we were all like, oh, maybe it'll be gone by Christmas. No, it's not. (laughs) So my family is doing, um, hopefully just getting together. Normally we would like eat breakfast together, make breakfast together, but extended family. Mm Because of course, like me and my family are going to open presents. But then extended family, we're just going to go over to my grandma's house with masks on, open presents and leave just so we can see him for a little bit and then not contract coronavirus, hopefully. I like it. I like it. (laughs) Um, Well, every year I always give cookies to my neighbors. I always make Christmas cookies and give them to them. But um, they have been throwing parties all year. So I don't think I'm going to do that this year they don't really deserve it they don't deserve the reward (laughs) what about you Michaela? um i'm probably just gonna listen to a lot of george michael and cry yeah michaela's our little grinch (laughs) you are quite the christmas hater no i just i don't know christmas makes me emotional george michael makes me emotional I'm (laughs) i'm just gonna listen to the to that and just you know Cry a little is that bit. Your, is that your yearly tradition? <laughs> yeah, actually, I do that every every year for like whole two weeks break. I just cry and listen to. Yep, gotta have faith. Absolutely, gotta have faith. <laughs> all the way through every every album. Yep, that's it. That's all I do. Does anyone um, <laughs> else have something they do like every year that you're either still doing or like um, you have to change up because of social distancing, etc. Yeah, so I'm Ukrainian, so our Ukrainian Christmas is January 7th, so normally every year on January 6th, we'll head down to my aunt's house in Chicago, and it's very extended family, and we do the traditional Ukrainian dinner, like a bunch of courses and stuff, we'll get carolers, we'll all open presents and stuff, but one of my aunts, two of them actually, have contracted COVID, so... Oh. that shut down so i i don't even know what we're gonna do i think we're gonna try to like replicate the recipes from at home because they're super complicated but we don't even know what to That'll do be fun like nailed it you like nailed it exactly and then it goes yeah. downhill i'll just get a bunch of cameras and make my own <laughs> i know me and my mom were like uh, a while ago we tried to bake this like cute cake that looked like a monkey because she's like i want to do nailed it i love that show so we made that and it actually turned out pretty good so i think we're gonna try to make a yule log christmas eve and see how that goes because those are quite hard 
Yeah. And I want it to turn out bad because I want content to post. He needs content, guys. <laughs> I don't know about exactly. you guys, but I'm pretty excited for the solstice. The solstice. Oh, do yeah, tell Michaela, because we all are, like, not cultured, surprisingly, yeah. for how diverse our group is, and we basically <laughs> all celebrate Christmas. So, so tell us what solstice is. The solstice is, like, a pretty, like, popular pagan tradition. It's the 21st, and that is, in pagan culture, it's basically when the veil between the spirit world and the physical world is at its thinnest. So, like, that's when you'll have a lot of supernatural encounters and just things like that. And um, also known as Yule, which is kind of like, actually, if you look into, like, the actual history behind Christmas, that's where uh, it originated, was from the Yule traditions. So, yeah. That's kind of yeah. cool. Like, cool. I kind of would never expect, um, like, the whole supernatural thing to be linked with winter. Because normally people associate that with, like, Halloween and fall. But I think that's kind of cool. You Wait, know. do all of you guys believe in ghosts? Um, Absolutely. I think ghosts are real. I guess so. <laughs> Have you guess seen this. a Christmas carol? Like, if that's not proof, I don't know what is. I am such a firm but I literally have a ghost encounter story to tell. Please listen. Please enlighten us. Please. I already told you in gym and you laughed at me. So I don't even know why she's talking right now. But um, I was a child and this is what my mom told me and my grandma can vouch for it too um we were in church right I was like four years old and then my mom's brother passed away when I was like six months old and so I'm just sitting in church in the back and then I look at my mom and I'm like hey why aren't you waving to that man over there and then she looks and there's like no one standing where I was pointing like in that pew and then she was like who are you talking about? And I was like, Uncle Andrew, like he's literally waving at you right now. And then she was like, how does he look? Like, how does he look? And I was like, he looks with his eyes. And then I like, wouldn't talk about it anymore. <laughs> but like, I literally saw my dead uncle. So I don't know if that means I'm That's like- crazy, yeah. Well, it's yeah. super interesting it's because a lot of people think that like, children are more likely to like see ghosts than yeah. adults because- um, like ghosts would make themselves more known to people with less like with more like open thinking right and mm -hmm. that's usually children because they're super imaginative and they don't really have like restrictions on what they think is real and what isn't real so like if ghosts are real they would they'd be more likely to show themselves to like children yeah that's why a lot of people have like ghost encounter stories from them when they were super young yeah, what do you mean, if ghosts are real, Michaela? Come on. Yeah, so, right my belief um, is, so, like, I believe in, like, so I'm a firm believer in, like, reincarnation. Mm -hmm. And so my belief is, like, that everybody is, like, made up of energy, obviously. And so spirits, I don't really believe in ghosts, I believe in spirits. And I believe there's good spirits and there's bad spirits and there's neutral spirits. And I think in between, you know, moving on from one life to another, like in reincarnation, uh, those spirits are free to like roam the earth in spirit form. And that's what like supernatural ghost encounters are, is just people, you know, in between their passing, between their past life and their future life. But that's yeah. just my belief. Everyone's entitled to their own beliefs. Like so, yeah. um, well, speaking of um, beliefs and traditions, I know um, uh, in the past, like probably a uh, decade, uh, media has become a big part of Christmas tradition, uh, like Christmas movies, Christmas specials. So 
I know there's a few we want to talk about this episode because um, there were some recent events that have left us um, traumatized. Just, yeah. Um, if, if you don't know, recently, I think we talked about it last episode, Matthew Morrison was cast as <laughs> the live Grinch in yes. uh, a, uh, it was a musical special. It was a musical special. I <laughs> I was watching it with my mother. Yes. And <laughs> we had to turn it off like five scenes in because I looked at her and I said, I have never felt so much existential dread in my life. Like this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> I can't even laugh at it. It was so bad. I I liked it moments leading up to Matthew's arrival. I thought it was brilliantly choreographed. I liked they had the dude from Descendants. What's his name? Like Boo Boo Stewart. He played Boo-boo like Stewart, the young dog. So I was like, I was like, okay, maybe if they got Boo Boo, like it won't be so bad. <laughs> like he's probably like pretty busy too. Boo Boo could not save it. Then it was like Boo Boo did nothing. He, it was like the moment before the first commercial break, and like you see, it was like Max the dog like doing his special song or whatever, and then like the Grinch's hand like goes in front of the camera or something, and I was like, oh god, like here's Matthew, and then the commercial gave me like three minutes to prepare, thought I could handle it. (laughs) Oh my god, it is so much worse than I ever could have imagined. He, he. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't watch it. It was it was like the Grinch is like this like it's a children's character. Like I feel like you don't need to be so serious. Like it felt like I was watching like I don't know, like a murderer as the Grinch. It was so uncomfortable. It All of his weird. lines were like he was going to kidnap me. Like he was just so so uncomfortable to watch on stage. Just like the way he moved, it was, I don't know. I don't want to get into it, but it really left me, it left me thinking. <laughs> I literally, let's, let's move on. I, I don't want to think about it anymore. Me neither. It's literally um, like it's causing me like anxiety talking about it. <laughs> I can't think so, about him. <laughs> that was probably mm, a week ago. More recently, this Saturday, Hi. SNL had its, uh, its host was Timothy Timothy Chalamet. Ha ha ha. Timothy Chalamet hosted SNL this past weekend. Um, And it was brilliant. Yeah, I thought it was like kind of funny. I feel like SNL recently has been a little slacking. But I thought all the skits were like pretty good. Mm -hmm. Michaela, you look like you have something you're dying to say. How do I put this nicely? Um, I feel like so I suffer from sleep paralysis, and oh, yeah. I feel like um, Timothy Chalamet is my sleep paralysis demon. <gasps> no! All right, elaborate. <laughs> um, yeah, so he scares me so much. There's really no uh, logic behind it. I could, I personally could not watch the SNL uh, skit because uh, I just, he literally causes me fear. And I have seen every movie he's been in, and anytime he's on the screen, I just, I start to panic. Even little, <laughs> Even little woman. Even little woman. Little women. I little women. to hit him watching him play Laurie in Little Women. Are you kidding? Uh, so we know that Michaela hates Timothy Chalamet. 
But is there any uh, Christmas movie or, I, I guess, TV special you find um, nostalgic for you, like, that you like to watch every year? Well, I Michaela. Think, uh, <laughs> Tanya has one that she absolutely despises, so. I, I'm not a fan of Home Alone. I... Wait, what? <laughs> I hate Home Alone, actually. I think it's, like, the worst Christmas movie ever. Um, explain. I, you know, you know what? The beauty of it is I can't even explain. It's just something about mm-hmm. Home Alone. I think it's, I think it's, like, a child being left, like, behind on vacation that really ruins the holiday Hit magic for me. It, it hits real close to home, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, he's getting robbed. Like, isn't that the whole point of the movie? Like, he's getting robbed on Christmas. That's so sad. I feel so bad for a little boy. It just like it doesn't make it enjoyable to watch. I was always scared of the the salt guy with the shovel. I was like, why is he so old? And why is he talking to this little boy all the time? Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess he's trying to help, but still, he's Not scary. To Not to mention, in Home Alone 2, uh, Trump makes a cameo in it. Oh yeah, God. what did he? Didn't he like point him in the right direction or something? Yeah, like yeah, because I, I think the hotel. Mm, I don't know, not hundred percent sure, but I feel like it was his hotel. Not hundred percent sure, but um, <laughs> my favorite anyway. movie is actually not a movie at all. You guys oh, are gonna no. be excited about this one. I love <laughs> that little SpongeBob. Um, stop motion Christmas special. You know what I'm talking Get about? Get out of here. I feel like that was like airing when I was like 10. And 10 is when I when I was like peak remember things. I remember yeah. everything from when I was 10. So that little <laughs> Christmas special that's just like stop motion. Mm, I eat that up every the year. The song that came with that episode was so fire. Like I'll sing it, it like was. in my head all the time. Yeah. It literally, it literally was. Dude, Michaela, how about you? My favorite. Like I said, I, I hate Christmas movies, but there's one movie that I absolutely adore. Polar Express. I, I love Polar oh, Express. Yeah. I was like, when I was a kid, like an infant, they would turn it on and I would just sit there and watch it like on a loop. Because like I didn't go to school. I was like three. I would just watch it like over. Like it would end and I would just start it over and I would watch it all the way through again. I have that movie. It's amazing. I could, I could close my eyes and like play that movie in my head. No, dude, they have at Union State. Okay, so we we came from Florida. So we love Polar Express. When we first came here, we did the, like, poor little, like, Elgin train station Polar Express that would, like, take you around in a circle and you'd get hot chocolate and then you'd, like, get off, meet Santa, get back on. Well, <laughs> last year we found me and my mom we love christmas so we found that union station did like the actual polar express i guess what 16 year old me the oldest one on that whole train we got tickets we put on matching christmas pajamas and it was magical like they had like the whole section of the train station decorated to be like you're waiting for the polar express you got like these like bells it's in the other room otherwise i'd show you i kept it and it has like the polar express like engraved on it they like give you hot chocolate they give you like the bulleted tickets oh my gosh the t- i don't know why but like the scene of the tickets and him stamping the tickets and like it flying out the window 
ingrained in my head. Like the whole scene, like yeah. the noises, the <laughs> ticket made, it flying through the wind, the wolves picking it up. Like, I don't know why it hit me. I was literally begging my mom last year. Like, I'm like, please, mom, let me let me ride the Polar Express train. And she was like, Michaela, you are 15 years old. That's what I'm saying. It was like- <laughs> the recommended was that, was- age is like eight. You are, yeah. you are a was teenager. That, um- Michaela, was that last year when we were in? We, we were there for Black Friday. We were in Chicago. Yeah, and she's like, "Mom, can we please ride the Polar Express home, please?" And she's like, "You all are fifteen. You will not be riding the Polar Express." No, I literally it ruined me as a kid. I was every every Christmas Eve. I was sitting up. I still sit up. You know, I'm not even gonna lie right now. I'm gonna pretend this is a kid thing. No, I still I am fully expecting every year Christmas Eve night for there to be a train on my street, and I'm going to literally I'm full. I was fully prepared at like age six to just run away. And get on the train. Like I was, I was ready to go back. It's slightly back. concerning. Yeah, this I'm, is a little too far for <laughs> my liking. I was just ready. Okay, are you guys gonna say you wouldn't? If you disappear on Christmas, me, we know where you went. Like we know where you. Went. I would be this so is me gonna become that. a true crime podcast. Like, be like oh my god, that would be incredible. <laughs> like, hello, we, we have the Polar Express tickets. Get in the car. We're gonna take you to the Polar Express. I'd be gone. I'd be gone so fast. You'd never see me again. I feel Thank like I feel like that makes sense if someone said I have tickets for the Polar Express. But if like a train were to appear <laughs> on my street and said, "Get in, child. We're gonna go see Santa," <laughs> I would probably have some questions. I wouldn't ask <laughs> any questions, dude. Especially the cool guy with the hat and he like gives you hot chocolate. I would be so that excited. Was- <laughs> this is true. Okay, but. Christmas is not going to last forever, or the holiday season is not going to last forever, and we are slowly approaching the new year, 2021. Um, I don't even know what to say. I'm speechless. Um, how do you guys feel? Let's start with um, 2020 <laughs> as a whole. Obviously bad. Like, there's no other option. Um, Zero just like, I don't know. I, I want it to be over so bad. So bad. I feel like that it's just going to be a continuation of 2020. Like everyone's like, oh, 2021, 2020 is finally over. But like COVID is still here. Like we still can't do anything, can't throw parties. Um, like, I mean, Trump is going to be out of office, but like the virus and the vaccine, like we don't even know how that's going to go until like March or April, which will be a whole year from when we shut down. Yeah. Because like, well, I definitely don't think it's gonna like be like January first. Everyone take off your mask and like mm-hmm. hug your grandparents. But I do think that it, it, I definitely think that it is gonna get better. Like, I don't know if COVID's gonna completely go away, but I definitely know that it's gonna get a lot, lot better. Hopefully, at least numbers go down. But like, and like, even like, I feel like all of us, it's like we we obviously like believe in vaccination. Like, we think like. We, we, we want to get vaccinated, but it's also still scary because, like, this is a new thing. And so I don't scary. know, I was expecting it to yeah. come out later next year, and now it's here. And I'm like, I don't know, like, what if a what Christmas if miracle? Yeah. No, yeah, like, I actually don't know. That makes me a little nervous, but it's like, I just want this, this to go away. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm going to do it anyway because when I'm given the opportunity, I'll be lucky to have the opportunity because it's going to take a long time. Yeah. And I don't know, I'll just do, I'll do anything to even like save a few lives because I just want like numbers to go down. It's, it's like yeah. you look at the numbers and 
they're so high compared to when it started in March. And it's like each of those is a person and like nobody talks about it. It's so crazy how desensitized everyone is to this. And I'm not going to like make this a thing, but there's obviously some people out there who don't take that into account. Like they refuse to wear masks. They refuse to do anything. And they don't realize that like these are people that are dying. Like if this was someone close to you, would you change your mind? Because I've seen so many people on the news and they're like, yeah, I didn't take it seriously. And now I had, I had COVID and now like my lungs are messed up. My heart is messed up and I'll never be the same again. And it's like, why did it take it until it affected you to change your mind? It's, it, it's kind of ridiculous, but I don't know. Yeah. It's more than just statistics, like each number, like you think about it, thousands of people have died. It's not like just a thousand random people. Like each of these people had families, like they were young, they were old, like they had people that cared about them. But yeah, like you said, like, why should you have to wait until it affects you to like be responsible? Because best case scenario, it, it won't affect you. Isn't that the goal? Like, yeah, if you take it seriously, it shouldn't. It, it, you, you have a better chance of it not affecting you. Like, I, I just yeah. don't, I don't get people's reasoning for this. And, like, I don't think people understand how horribly this is devastating hospitals and their resources. Like, sure, and maybe most people don't die from it, but those are still people going to the hospital and having to get treatment and having to be hospitalized. Like, it is not cheap. And because hospitals are running out of... Both of your parents of, work in a hospital, right? Yeah, both of my parents are in healthcare right now, and the hospital workplaces are not like other workplaces right now they're being completely devastated they're running short on resources things that used to be super easy to cure they don't have the resources to cure anymore it's not just covid it's not just the actual virus that's killing people it's the fact that people are going in for minor things and not being able to receive treatment for it and then they're dying from it um sorry just another thing i really wanted to add super quick there's like a huge misinformation being spread about the covid vaccination because a lot of vaccinations are like, like the like the flu vaccination is um, putting the uh, actual strand into your system to grow uh, to like grow a resistance to it, but yeah. the, that's not the COVID um, vaccination. The COVID vaccination is they um, synthesize mR mRNA strands in your in a lab that target ribosomes in your cells to create proteins that specifically target the spike protein in COVID-19 to make it ineffective. So oh, I just really? want to share that with everybody listening. Like if you hear somebody say that the COVID vaccination is them injecting the actual COVID like virus into you, that is not true. That is completely false. Don't That's honestly, listen I didn't to, like, know that. Obviously I haven't done like too much research on it because I like I won't be getting the vaccine for a while because like that's just how things are working out with distribu yeah. distribution. But um, no, that's honestly super cool on like a science standpoint because yeah, like you said, like most vaccines and vaccinations are like dead flu cells for per example um, that like build up your body's immune system. Yeah. Um, but since we don't necessarily know like if COVID is going to be like chicken pox or something like that. Um, it's kind of hard to tell like if there will be long-term term effects of having these cells in your body. So I think that's honestly so cool that they're um, doing something different. But anyway, um, uh, I just hope that 2021 can be even slightly better. But uh, coming from everyone on the podcast, we thank all of you for listening to our third episode. We've surprisingly received a lot of like uh, nice emails from teachers and friends have texted me and they're like, oh my gosh, I liked it. I was not expecting that. I was just kind of expecting to do this for um, 
extra credit or for college applications. But um, no, like I know all of us text and we're like, this is so cool. Like we didn't expect to get this much of a reach, um, yeah. but we wish you all happy holidays. We hope you have a good holiday season and sincerely Gen Z. Bye. Aww, so cute. <laughs>